beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and through the world was made through him and the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband will, but born of God. That is uh, such a powerful reading, isn't it? We heard it at a carol service on Sunday um, by, by Kevin. Um, and Matt said Kevin can have that reading forever now because he's got that beautiful voice for that extraordinary reading. And this reading reminds us of one of the most powerful moments in history that changed all of mankind. Also that Jesus could be with us. Nevertheless, this simple, beautiful night that we, we hear about in there, about Jesus coming into the world and being of the world, is a moment is, has been changed into something that has become a pressure of celebration. There's pressure to celebrate, to have this big event, this big extraordinary Christmas that kind of weighs on us, or at least it just for me. It's turned into presence, food, and a need for perfection. Um, I find that when I'm preparing for Christmas talks, God never really tells me what he wants to say to me till like an hour before the service, which is not always helpful. But I think it's his way of saying, I want you to journey through Christmas and I want you to experience Advent to really see what it is that I've got to say to you and I want to share with your people. The last few years I've spent it visiting people, taking communion to people and really they've they formed my, my Christmas talks, those little children in uh, services in schools and just out and about hanging out with our youth at Christmas events like that, that would form my talks. But this year it hasn't been that way. And you heard on Sunday I love a Christmas film. <laughs> and this week has been no exception any excuse and this one probably isn't the best Christmas film out there but it's one that's really helped uh, like was what I was writing about in the day and reflecting on with Harry and then with Matt um, yesterday evening and then I watched this film uh, last night as I was cooking tea and um, was like wow this is what we live with and uh, excuse the film but Bad Mom's Christmas it's awful isn't it it's it's really terribly sweary rude film but it's it's at the heart of it it is about a group of mums who feel the pressure of Christmas and uh, one mum who's played by Myla Kunis her mum just wants the perfect Christmas to the point where they argue like relentlessly argue and the children saying you've basically ruined Christmas because you've been arguing with grandma and we love grandma but that is what it's, it's, it's really funny. Um, 
and all the other mums are also arguing over Christmas and all the children are upset uh, why their mum and grandma are arguing. But at the end of it, they all celebrate this really simple Christmas where they get Chinese takeaway. And then the mums all go off to Vegas at the end to go and to go and leave their daughters because they understand they're fed up of them. But that simple Christmas really, really struck me um, as I had all day about this need for simplified Christmas. And that's what we have this year. We, we can't do what we would already do, what maybe the traditions that we have as families where maybe we all gather together. We fed 10 people the last few years as both our families came together. And it was hard work, you know, that, that for me, it's been the Christmas services then there's the society Christmas expectations of getting all the presents going to see your friends and at the end of it you sort of I used to flop on boxing day then need to sleep for a week but I don't know about you but Christmas feels incredibly magical but also so weighty for us especially as adults to sort of prepare the way for younger people or even for those around us especially if you're hosting Christmas. Christmas is can be full on. And this year I'm loving the fact that Christmas is a little bit more simple, that this evening we have got, it's just us three, not a fat house full of people coming to stay with us or us staying with others or running around trying to do Christmas services. It's been a, a week of Christmas films and really like rubbish food and just being a family. It's been simple and lovely. This year, though, obviously, as I've just said, we can't do the things that we've wanted to do. Some people, though, are stuck alone. Some many, many men are, or women, maybe, are stuck in lorries in Kent on trying to get back to France or back to Europe. Split up families are unable to look, be with loved ones. And if you're in tier four, you, you've got to stay in your house. You can't go to pub. You can't go to hug one another. This Christmas doesn't quite feel like Christmas, maybe. Or at least you might be struggling to make sense of it all and how it is at the moment. But if we look at the origin story of Christmas, perhaps that doesn't quite make sense either. Jesus was meant to be a king. He was a king. But he was meant to be a king in that society's eyes. And that meant big announcements, big gifts born into a warmer, safe place. It meant that he would rule. It meant that he would have power. And people were fearful of him. It didn't quite make sense that a king would be born into a stable. Jesus was born into an impoverished community to a teenage girl that gave birth far from home without her mum there to support her and gives birth basically in somebody's shed with a bunch of rough sleepers that come to visit and then she discovers there's a death warrant on her baby and so she's a refugee and somehow that is considered Christmas. I don't think that quite makes sense either does it but actually it, it does it really does. It tells us that we have a God who does everything he can to be with us that he came into the world that he left heaven he left this glorious throne to come and have a death threat on his life. 
Christmas maybe doesn't quite make sense, but equally it does. Our God wants to connect with us. Not as we think he should do. Not in the perfection of Christmas and expectations, but in the reality of our everyday lives. It's about a God who wants to know us and be close to us. It's about a God who wants to be with us regardless as if we've got a full table of food with family around or looking perfect in our Christmas outfits. It's about a God who wants to be with us whether we're arguing with our family or whether alone with a Chinese takeaway. It's about a God who wants to be with us when we cook tea, argue with our families. God who wants to be with us in the wonderful moments or the moments that we mourn at the loss of a loved one. There's a God who wants to be with us through everything. Through um, Christmas, we've been looking at carols and Oh Holy Night reminds us of that the stars are shining and that the world was weary, but the people still rejoiced. The king still came, the shepherd still came. It was a really, really simple night. It wasn't mighty or particularly impressive. It was just life happening. And God came into it. And I, that reading in John is an extraordinary reading, isn't it? But it's about quite a simple moment in time when a baby was born. But that baby changed the world. Perhaps it is worth all our big celebrations and expectations but it shouldn't be too much. It should be a celebration, but itself, it should also be simple. So this Christmas, whatever you're doing, if you feel like you can't, you feel sad or bereft, that you can't have that big sparkly Christmas, it's okay not to have it. It's okay to be simple, quiet and small. But I still hope that this Christmas you'll have time to connect with the greatest truth of all, that there is a God who wants you, who loves you and wants to get to know you better. So maybe tomorrow, instead of worrying about the sausages being prepared or whatever, those pigs in blankets, that's what I mean by that. (laughs) Maybe make time just to spend time with a God that wants to know you so you can get to know him. Can I pray for you all? Yeah. (laughs) Look at all your smiley faces. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the celebration of Christmas, whether it's big or small. I pray this Christmas that we won't feel that heavy weight of expectation, but instead feel the love of Jesus Christ. Fill our homes and fill those around us. For those who are here or who can't be here, those that we know and that we love, but also be filled with the love of Jesus Christ this Christmas. Lord, draw close to us today and to our world and keep getting to know people and helping us show how great it is to get to know you because you want to know them and you love them. We pray this in your name. Amen.